Welcome everyone. My name is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. Thank you for joining me for this week of my episode for my season two, 2018 to 2019. Today's topic I will be focusing on for this episode 34, focusing on why training employees matter for success. And I think this is a good topic. It's a very interesting topic for me because I can support the fact that training is vital and when training is not considered to be a well investment, a way to really show that you care enough to not only put the training models together but to execute it, to teach it and to follow up. And when companies do that, I think it really shows how much they care, not only about their brand and their business, about the employees that does the labor. Because training an employee gives that employee the knowledge that they need so they can succeed. And for the most part, most employees want to succeed. They don't want to make mistakes. They want to give their best, right? And they feel good. It's a motivating factor. Right? It's all tied into my whole goal in this podcast is to motivate you on your journey to a success. And so training employees give them the self-esteem that they know their job, they can do it well, they got the tools that they need. So we're going to talk about that. All right, so let's go ahead and get this podcast started today. In this day, I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. All right, so welcome my survivors of this journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate that you will continue to have joy, peace of mind, and for your sustained success. All right, so there you have it where you are um, taking a look, we are taking a look of how uh, training employees does matter, right? So that's the topic today, why training employees matter for success. And let's just get to the most important point. Training training a little produces little effort from employees because they are so overwhelmed of not really knowing majority of the job, responsibility of tasks, only focusing on production output of the product or service. Training doesn't matches up to producing extremely high quality results instead is low quality output leading to the customer being dissatisfied right so business managers must look at training as both as a way not only to increase their financial gain but funds spent that is reinvesting in the team that will pay back in tenfolds for everybody right if not then again the company will end up spending more money in rehiring staff that previously quit due to being overwhelmed as those uh that I provided of what it looks like and what can happen right so their inability to think and decide and to work as the model presented in the training course or the training experience at the job and we could say or companies can say yeah we have this we have high high stellar type training and this and this and all the graphics all that is fine but at the end of the day if you don't have a model to make sure that the employee gets the information that is sufficient for them to remember to memorize and to use it that their mind is not overworked that the tools are up to date not out of date and I know a lot of companies don't like to change their systems and so they're using old type equipment there and if they can work or need to reevaluate their trainers to make sure they on par, are they teaching right? Because everybody can't teach things, right? 
You, know, you can't teach everything. You want to make sure they're the right fit for the material to be able to teach the employee what they need to know. That's what I'm talking about. So you might need to do a reevaluation on that. So basically, my number one important point is to remember that training a little produces little effort from the employee when the training is insufficient. Okay, we're going to talk about how you can identify that if it is insufficient, what you could do about it. Now, my wisdom point to that is basically is to invest in quality training is to invest in the team forward with a supportive mechanism in place that nourishes everyone for mental peace and enjoyment. Just to think about the type of environments where the training was not sufficient right maybe the information was outdated or it wasn't enough maybe it was rushed well you get that a lot in companies now they rush employees through training and expect stellar results so you're not really investing in it investing is like farming it takes time right you get the right seed with the right soil you nourish it you water it you hear me okay if you think of it like that then you can compare right there we're jumping ahead of ourselves you can right there can identify if your training is sufficient right you don't wash employees in a two-week training when the work itself you know is covering five systems <laughs> everything can't be put in the speed of a microwave now, of course, you have to focus on the demand and producing the right output so you can satisfy the customers that you have coming in. I understand that, but that's a whole nother identifier. There's something else going on. Why are the people leaving that are knowledgeable? Do we have in place a mentor program? You know, I'm going to give you some of these ideas later on in the podcast to help you to get back on track because overall, at the end of the day, we want to produce employees that are mentally satisfied that are joyful in the sense of doing their work and feel competent enough to do it and that helps the turnover rate because that's the number one factor of a manager if you're if you have high turnover there's a major problem and you got to find it out and one of those mechanisms is training all right so let's go to what I like to my segment where I talk about the why who and what before I lead to strategies to succeed so the why why does this happen the desire for financial gain in business connectivity mostly is the reason why that this happened. They want to make those funds, they want those funds to come in. They see the numbers of the customers coming in and they look at each of those as most of the time dollar signs. Now, this is one aspect, right? But come on, it exists, right? So when the focus is on just producing the income, so you're just having mass producer people in a sense as if they're on a similar line to absorb all this data not realizing how the human mind works and how it processes things, right? And an emotional tie to it. Because let me go back to the high turnover. The reason why it's high turnover is because the emotional aspect to being connected to the job is in balance, right? And everybody on this journey want to feel happy, joyful. I know we can't do it all the time. And that's life. But when it's an unbalanced, when it's like the negativity I just described, all the time then people leave and if people leave you don't have no one on the front line and you're in the position of managing the front line to make sure they get what they need to get I'm gonna say a word that you're gonna hear repeatedly today is nourishment nourishment is the same things I mentioned as farming right you can't wash the seed there's seasons in the seed and I know in business it's a fast-paced da, 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 but that's where it comes on the other aspect as I mentioned of making sure your other avenues are in check 
the decision making to make sure that people are in place where they need to be and the follow up and all of that. But today, training is one of those areas where you have to take a hold of it and take a look at it and examine it. Okay, because that is the fuel to make sure that employee can feel competent enough and happy enough and satisfied enough at the job that they could do it. If not, the emotional aspect of them would be unbalanced and that's why they leave. At least one of the reasons that they leave, right? So pretty much that's why now sometimes it's not that all about the money and trying to get them on the front line and produce, 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 right? The other time is it's not all the time that they're focusing on the financial gain and try to get them back on the get them on the front line no matter what so you can produce 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 sometimes the resources are just not there so the training isn't what it could be okay so that means that they don't have the necessary materials or the company or what have you have very little or scattered so it's here it's there it's there and it's not organized so it's not presented in a way that someone can can grasp it based on the smaller resources or sometimes the business have both of these I meaning they actually have the resources they have the funds coming in steadily you know they're making a lot of financial income and uh, they just not focus on the whole emotional connection to the training element for employees they're not thinking on a team element then because if you have what you need there's no really no there's really no excuse that the employees are coming out of training either less educated overwhelmed so much information confused that they can't really do their job or they do their job but the but the output is not at the quality that it should be okay so so if you really want to examine the undercore of all of this is to really look at the process from beginning to end and afterwards so who are we really talking about that need to take a hold of this message today basically managers of course now also employees to look at it in a way that Maybe give them an opportunity to speak up if they can about their experience. You know, be proactive in the training. If they ask about, think you need more training, do you think? Just actually say, yes, I do. And I believe for the most part, employees do. It's just not being heard, okay? So yeah, so managers that focus on one element in the cycle of training of employees rather than the whole objective of training is basically who we're talking about. For the most part right the focus is rushing to get the labor out on the production line as i mentioned earlier or the one with limited resources either looking at the status and just not really focusing on recreating something new based on what you're working with and what i mean by that for example if you're cooking and for some reason you realize or let me not for some reason you realize you don't have all the ingredients to make this recipe but you do the best what you can and you end up making something totally different most of the time, we're hoping that it's going to turn out great when you eat it and taste it. But you use what you got. And that's what I'm talking about on those type aspects. And for those that being creative and creating a new dish of training, just say, oh, okay, just deal with it. And just fumble your way through. Again, that's an imbalance of the mental state and the emotional state to make very well. Because I'm telling you, if you have a motivated, joyful, happy, educated in the sense they know their job because of the training how it was presented to them and the follow-up afterwards that employee would not leave because you're giving them mental peace you're giving them joy all right that they don't feel drained and no one really don't want to feel that they can't do their job no one don't want to feel incompetency no one don't want to really feel they're not effective that's not a motivator okay you get a demotivated employee, you got problems. You get a motivated employee, it was sore. 
okay so what okay what are some other aspects to this well what can also happen is a lot of mistakes by employees confused customers calling or writing in overloaded abundant of redoing things on computer systems or the computer system changes right or worse the computer don't change and we on outdated information way back in the dinosaur times now you know if you making all this financial gain it is time to look at the system and make it people this days and age when you have all this technology and everything is so fast to get to you got to think of the same way when they get to a job and all of a sudden you they're processing things slower than a turtle on roller skates okay I mean you want to be able to have the means of giving them what they need so that goes into that producing the frustration and leading to high turnover rates you got to remember people will leave a place that provide them the income to pay their bills to live okay they will leave if they do not have the mental peace or joy, it equals to misery. So think about that. The allure of the funds that you're paying them and the paycheck don't matter to them because they're so frustrated because the training is not where it should be. The follow-up is not where it should be. So people quit. People move on for a peace of mind. And anything you take away from the day class, you got to think how I'm creating that. Okay? Because you have the power. You have the authority. And... That's what they're looking for. And training to me is part of that initial seed that you plant in the soil when you're planting something, right, to grow. And you have to look at how a farmer would nourish, or even a gardener would nourish it, be connected with it. You invested in it. Now, of course, you get some employees that no matter what you do, it's just never good enough. I'm not talking about them because we know eventually what's going to happen on that path with them. I'm talking about the ones that are in it, that show up, that ask questions that be attentive enough that want to succeed and encourage of just now starting there or just encourage so oh, we're going to get some information we're going to get some knowledge those are the ones that you really want to invest in because those are the ones that will stick with you and even if their past um, change in the sense that they eventually leave for whatever reason technically not tied to the experience at the company you still will feel a rapport. You still have a person that will leave or have to leave or resign for whatever reason it's not tied to the company environment. They would be your brand ambassadors because they would talk about, and this have I been years ago when I worked, wasn't many, but I worked for the company that had it together. I still brag on them. I'm still talking about them that people will look at that and not only want to use their services but go work for them you see what I mean I'm telling you it's an investment if you take the time to do it I'm telling you it will continue to pay its revenue more so than any financial gain because you know financial gain can go up and down and what have you <laughs> for the most businesses but at any rate that's what I'm talking about so that's the what because you want to avoid those mistakes you want to avoid customers being confused because the because the employee really not sure you want to avoid of overload okay of computer systems and screens and all this even though you have to do this and that but you want to do it in a way that it's a smooth process that you provide the follow-up and the resource that they can go to to make sure they on track when they get out of training that's what you want to do you don't want them to feel neglected or rushed through training overlapping a process Processes. So to me, training need to be an everyday thing for a company and a monthly review of what we learned that worked that didn't work. 
you know, that is actually working or something that's no longer working anymore. It can't be outdated and left on the shelf and they say that's it and da da da. It just can't be a training center that all it is is just reproducing more employees because the last uh, quantity employees left. So you retraining the same thing. You you got to find out. That's what I'm saying. If it's a high turnover rate, you got to stop everything. You got to open the book. You got to come with a magnifying glass. You got to look at the root. And I'm telling you, most of that leads right back to training. And it's the training message. It's the same on the floor. Most companies will have one training model. Then you get on the floor. It's like a whole different thing. That builds distrust. That builds disloyalty from the employee in a the sense. They're not loyal and committed. That's what I meant by that. Because it's an imbalanced way to make them feel that everything with the experience and training doesn't really exist. It doesn't really matter. The company doesn't really care. So they don't care right and then they end up leaving so let's get to the strategy to succeed so the strategy to succeed is number one if your company got the resources to produce an effective training program number one you need to do it okay if you got the means to do it you need to do it and to do that for example you need to have the right trainers you need to test the trainers ability to teach the actual material and to get that is that you need to have a feedback system from the employees that lead the training to match up that they are right fit like I said early in this podcast not everybody can teach everything right I know some companies that I've been exposed to they have more than one trainer and then they'll train that part and that part right that works and again the feedback helps then when you get feedback to that it's no good if you get feedback and you do nothing to change it Okay, you can't look at the glitz and glamour of the training portal as if it's this and that and that if the person can't communicate it correctly. Okay, now number two, you want to provide an extended ongoing training. That is key. That's also will help with the feedback because with the feedback is going to mirror if the program is sufficient to give the information and then the extended will prove to show was it too much information. See, when you give someone too much information, Okay, I don't even need to say that. You you can fill it in the blank. You can't a human mind can't process too much information in a short period of time. We can go back for a good example as a baby. When the baby is born and the baby is exposed to all this talking, it's repetitive, it's consistent, right? Over time the baby starts picking up the words, how we learn language, I guess what I'm trying to say. It's a process, it's a level. All right. Now, if we're to the point that we need people on the front lines and da 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 da, and getting into that area right there, then you got to look at it as a way of how you can have some type of other support. So that's why I say provide an extended and ongoing training program. If it is what it is right now, and you got to get this information out, and it's so much, try to think of it in blocks of giving to the employee, and try to also thinking of thereafter. The trainer is still connected. The trainer is still going over everything. Don't just do it one month. After they hit the floor you do it all the time because it's so much information that's what I'm talking about okay now the next part of that is moving on to provide a healthy expectations like you got to have a healthy expectation to what they need to expect not saying that this is one thing and then it changes up so you want to expect from them what you give them so you want to set reasonable goals on the not in a fast type environment they get trained and then you, you start doing quality review on them as if oh you supposed to be stellar when the employee just learned the content a week ago or two weeks ago you know what I mean so you want to create that so they can feel that they empowered all right 
The other thing is, is to notice that if you have little resources to do your training that you know you need to train these employees, right? You got to think of being really creative. Coming with ideas that can take the resources, the little resources that you have and implement that in a way that is nourishing and they can remember. That's the key, okay? To keep them in a series of steps of building up, right? You need someone to answer the phone and you know they can't really answer the phone. Teach them what they just need to know to process half of the call and move on to the next. You see? So that's what I suggest to do with that. Let's get to your task to dust to dawn as we wrap up my podcast today. And really number one is that you need to consider revamping the training model. Okay, if you have a high turnover rate, there's no excuse. You got to look at that training. Okay, you got to look at the process from the training to the floor, right? Because they leave them from the floor to the door. Okay, and so you want to provide that type of feedback that is ongoing. Okay, even to the point on the floor of how is the training going? How is the training material matching up to you to be able to do your job? Okay, so that's what you want to do, how it measure up. Also, you want to have the right tools, okay? The right, like the system. If the system is old, like I said before, as a dinosaur, it's time to upgrade. It's time to look at it in a way that you can change how that system is processed to a new way. You don't want them, you don't, you don't want the employee to have so many tasks to complete the job or to be assigned so many job responsibilities because so many people left, okay? That's when you got to take ownership of that and rework that to be able to have the training that's sufficient based on the information provided. If you're teaching them 10 different processes and expect them to go out there and remember and execute that, you got to look at the learning curve. Each new process or in-depth way to do this or that takes a learning curve. So think about that. The second, your task to dust to dawn is to consider to follow up. And when I say follow up, it's having a team. It could be what we call a buddy system. And with that, that buddy is constantly communicating with their, it's not really like a team lead position, it's more of a mentor position, okay? It could be considered almost like a team lead, but you don't have to be. And there's a way that you're working when they have a contact person, they build that rapport, they feel good and confident. Creating something like that can work for companies that don't have much resources, right? It definitely can work for a bigger company, but if they don't have many employees because they're leaving, that becomes a problem. But at the end of the day, you got to fix what you got to fix, work with what you got to get it done. Your next task to dust to dawn is number three, going back to the systems. If your system, again, is so old, okay, is slower than a turtle on roller skates, okay, you need to consider of changing that. Now, think about the softwares, the major softwares that we use to even put on these computers constantly or what? updating they come up with something new now i know that's expensive and you gotta look at this and that but you gotta look at it in a way in a decade or over a decade nothing change gotta try to find a way that you can upgrade and make it more efficient to look at it you gotta look at the root not just look at oh we made it we got the funds coming in that's it all right also to remember that always that our minds can process information and people learn in a different way so when you look at your training and you evaluate that and get that feedback you're going to look at what you can do and what you can't and what you aim to do and also the heart of that is to know that humans process information differently and in a series of time as if like I said planting a seed or when a baby 
you know, a baby's learning a language and the culture is phases. And I know in business, you got to get it out. You got to get it done. But at the same time, you got to acknowledge that it takes time and repetitiveness in doing a certain new task is vital. So with that task to, task to dust to dawn, let's get to motivational takeaway. So number one, when we focus on the concept to nourish a team, this is your motivational takeaway. We find solutions that achieve a well-knowledgeable and happy employee staff. Okay, nourish. Nourish the team is training them the knowledge they need to succeed. It's feeding them. It's giving them water as a farmer would a seed. Okay, it's showing them how you need to do it on a repetitive way even after training as a baby is learning the social and culture aspect of being a baby to a child to going up to be an adult of learning the language and the culture. So you got to think of training employees as implementing change. Okay. And you got to think training is just like change. And everybody in business, especially management, know change is major. You plan it, you execute it, you reevaluate, you make sure you it's a big thing. You, you got to roll it out. Some companies do changes like it's nothing. I mean, the emotional ties to that, the frustration, the setbacks is major. So you got to go with it in a nice series of phrases of, of stages to be able to execute it well and to nourish the mind of the employee that they do not feel overwhelmed and want to leave. Because change is significant and training is just like change. Okay, thank you. Thank you again for joining me for my podcast episode for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success, just to give you some information to not only stay in contact, but with the other things that I offer. I provide career consultation, offering the first 30 minutes are free. Thereafter, there is a fee access afterwards per hour and can be discussed on a case-by-case basis, depending on your need. So if it is an emergency and you need some consultation regarding your career or choices that you're about to make moving forward in a sense um, in your personal type objectives then you can definitely contact me the primary way to contact me is by email which is info at nichelleanderson.com now I do have a toll-free number on my website now that is actually only for webinars when I'm doing like a free webinar and you're calling in once that number is through that medium and it's only really for that so it's not really connected to me directly now I am working on that but for right now it's not really and when that change you would definitely get a notice of that to go forward so just to recap my primary way is info at nichelleanderson.com all right so the other thing I want to share with you is that I also provide business courses and self-improvement courses so that overall objective is to help you to create strategies that work for you, to get you motivated, to identify the ways to get your or keep your joy and your mental peace. So I do provide that on the basis of your objective to gain success and as I like to say sustain success you can find information on my courses that I release on my official website which is www.nichelleanderson.com and you can go there and you can look at the different courses that I am releasing that are available these courses are self-paced they will be identified if they're considered to be like live sessions on a regular basis but for the most part they are self-paced doing that time I do have 
live sessions that once you have signed up for the course you will see that in the schedule of what days that I'm available live that you can talk to me and we can go over the courses going forward right on those particular topics so that information is basically on my website that you can go to which is michelleanderson.com now I want to do a special call out for listeners that I have seen in my stats that are following me, um, continue to follow me, which I am thankful for. Now to get into, to get connected more, to stay connected, I'm asking you to consider to join my newsletter that I do send out. And to do that, you just have to submit, of course, your your name and your email. I don't spam. You can always request to, to be taken off the list. I don't send thousands of emails because I don't like thousands of emails from a particular source. So I keep it very, in a way that's informative, of course, because obviously you like the content because you hear and you enjoy it and you're getting something from it, which pleases me to expand that and to expand that and to move forward and to get into other ways that I can expand what I'm trying to do is to form a newsletter to get that set up in the sense that I'm communicating that I can send that out more quickly actually through uh, a podcast or any type of thing or production that I'm doing where a newsletter is more in the sense faster to get that contact and to send it out on blast right and more opportunity to send more content compared to like social media characters to be able to to get that message out so do consider that to join my newsletter by providing and you can find that link at the end of each episode I have that link to basically to sign up here for Nichelle e-list tips newsletter and um, you could do that and you can see that and click and it's a short form online form it is secured and you can complete that all right the other thing I want to talk about is basically to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't please go ahead of course this is going through Podbeam. I have two podcasts. This one, of course, you're listening to is Surviving Your Journey to a Success. And you can subscribe. Of course, you should see the subscribe button here at the bottom of this episode or at the top, whichever device that you're using. Now, I'm also available on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, and any other podcast directories for feed distribution. You can connect that way and subscribe and if you like it share it now I am on social media and so you do hear me a lot talk about Twitter I'm mostly active on Twitter I'm also active on Facebook for the most part right now is Twitter and I like the whole concept of keeping it short and sweet but I'm connecting to people in different parts of the world and then Facebook I'm definitely on there as well and you can connect me with that so my Twitter handle is basically twitter.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson my Facebook page facebook.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson fan page my official website as I mentioned earlier is nichelleanderson.com that is my official website is mainly focusing on self-improvement motivation life coaching leadership courses uh, things that I really love to help people what I have learned and uh, and also to connect and to try to create the content in a way that you can feel comfortable about it open up about the areas where you're struggling at and it's usually pretty much our career and our personal life so these 
self-paced courses give you the opportunity to really think things out because you got to think about it in this in this world our mind has to be able to process so many things in so little time and so you're here you're there you're there you're everywhere and you don't really get the opportunity to stop to think to react in a way that moves you forward and to get things done to get a blueprint and that's basically the two courses that I recently released and I will continue to evolve from that and add more courses of course or you know we do some of the courses that I have and blueprint for success it's a very good one in the sense of identifying that and moving to a point that you have a plan and that you can move forward and that's the key so at any rate check that out on my official website and uh, definitely uh, connect with that and share it with somebody else now the other thing I would like to share with you is that of course I am an author and so my very first book that I got published that I was called to do it was my purpose and I see it now and it's a part of my whole podcast show title it's called corporate America surviving your journey to a success is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble it's available in book form and ebook okay so you can get that at any book retailer in the world that have access to the ISBN for each book so you can get that and you can download it or you can purchase it or what have you but go ahead and check out my book and if you like it share it and so here is my closing statement for you be you that strengthens and inspires your ability to be strong in your journey in Denver it's a good thing towards your mental peace and joy always to your success